Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a background noise going on. Uh, this episode 603 for May 25th, Memorial Day 2020. On the show this week, <laughs> we have Anthony who who uh, cannot handle Drew's pretty face. I don't, I, I think he fucked up his audio. I think he did too. Yeah, and we had vi- somebody accidentally, Wombat accidentally turned on his video camera a minute ago and everybody started doing it and now Anthony's audio is all fucked up. I'm sorry oh. I broke your video, or your audio, Anthony. <sighs> Holy shit. Oh, um, beautiful well, face. Speaking of beautiful faces, we have Drew. Yes, you're, you're all watching me, right? I don't see you, I just see the, the uh, fucking Plutonians. Yeah, it's oh, just really? his face in a in an orange rectangle. Sorry. Well, dang, I'm nobody can see my face. No, not unless your face is orange with like points on. All it. I see is a black screen. Weird. Dang. I can still see my face. I maybe whenever Craig came in. Craig was like, "Fuck this! You guys ain't gonna be doing this video shit." <laughs> I'm turning off my video then. <laughs> Uh, and finally, we have Wombat. Well, fucking freak me out. I've never seen you with a beard. Yeah, that's right. I uh, accidentally turned my video on and uh, completely destroyed the entire podcast. I know, right? Yep. <laughs> am I am I coming through now? Oh, there he is. There he yeah, is. Hey, there we go. All right, so video podcasts aren't in our future. <laughs> or you need to upgrade your hardware. Okay, are we well, like I'm stuck on a phone world? right now. Well, I mean... I thought Drew was the one in Bosnia. I am oh, well. in Bosnia. Bosnia, I'm, sort of, I'm, in, the I'm in South I'm Toyota in, plant. Yeah, I'm in Canada. You might as well, might as well do the same thing. I mean, they give you guys free money up there, so that's fine. Uh, yeah, but the internet still costs way too much for yeah, but very, they got very milk little. in bags. That's true. They do have milk in bags, true. which was super weird the first time I saw it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's milk. milk in bags. It's not. It's not our. Th- yeah, but that's weird. We drink out of a carton, son. I know. I'm well, little... they sell cartons. It's the we, we don't sell the plastic jugs of it. I'm having Canada withdrawal because I haven't had Tim Hortons in uh, two months since this whole thing started. There's Tim Hortons in uh, the Springboro. I know. There's there. I used to drive past two of them on my way to work every day. Yeah. But since I haven't been leaving the house to go to work, that's I true. Got Tim Hortons. I mean, you can still go out and get Tim Hortons. Or you get some DoorDash Tim Hortons. Yeah, I ain't doing that. 
I got DoorDash Burger King one day, and I swear to God, it was like it, it was like going out to a fancy meal. It was so fucking expensive. <laughs> like I could order I've... a steak for the price I paid for this goddamn Whopper. Yeah, we've we've only really done um, takeout or um, delivery food that nobody could touch. So like pizza. Mm-hmm. Where it's 450 degrees when it comes out of the oven and then nobody touches it. It just goes in the box. Yeah. Um, or like Thai, we got a Thai food restaurant right down the street from our house. And we've done that a couple times. But that's really about it as far as uh, takeout since all this started. Did you see that Chuck delivery. E. Cheese was delivering pizzas under <laughs> a different name? I was just going to bring that up. Pasquale's I did see pizza. that rat pizza. It was hilarious. I saw that. They were delivering under a different name just so you didn't know it was Chuck E. Cheese. And and, and apparently Pasquale is one of the characters in the yeah, Chuck the, E. Cheese character line. The yeah, he's one of the animatronic band. Yeah. I mean, why not? And Chuck, apparently uh, Chuck Apple... has got a bad rap, you know? I can't. And apparently uh, Applebee's is um, selling under a different name as Applebee's well. Applebee's got rats. Found <laughs> a whole rat in my cob salad. <laughs> I can't hear Chuck E. Cheese without thinking of the the episode of The Office where Dwight gets the concussion and Michael and Jim are taking him to the hospital. And he says, where are we going? Jim says, Chuck E. Cheese. And Michael goes, oh, God, I'm so sick of Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, no, we're going to the hospital, Michael. Oh, Chuck E. Cheese. apparently Apparently Applebee's is selling under Neighborhood Wings. I mean, that's it's kind of their thing, right? Eating good in the neighborhood. Uh, just it's just so. Just be Applebee's. I'm sure that there's someone trying to pretend you're a neighborhood pizzeria. So, have have I told the place. story on the podcast before of the absolute worst restaurant experience that ever existed at an Applebee's? <laughs> it's been, it's been less than an. Hold on. Yeah, no, I haven't either. But before we start, I just want to say welcome to your food podcast. <laughs> yeah, food. right. Okay, so I have to I have to tell this story then. Um, but first, hold on. I uh, it was such a bad experience that I took notes on it. Oh my god! I had to pull up my notes. So we we show up to this Applebee's. Right. And now, listen, I'm not a huge fan of Applebee's anyway, but we show up to this Applebee's. And as soon as we walk in the door, we put in our name, we sit down in the waiting room and a waitress walks by and drops an entire tray of food at our feet. And like three plates break. It just shatters all over the place, food all over the place. We should have known at that point what kind of experience it was going to be. Um, so it, it got to the point where I started and, and a lot of the, the early stuff was relatively minor. It escalates as you'll hear, but it got to the point where so many things happened that I'm like, I have to document this. So we get to our table and the table is disgusting. I mean, I've never had a clean table at Applebee's anyway, but this was like just nasty stuff all over the place. So they wipe it off open up the menus and the menus are just like smeared with stuff. Like it looked like somebody uh, took their kid in there and just let their kid put food in the middle of the menu and slam it open and shut. Um, we had no silverware. They brought me soup with no spoon. 
so I was expected to just absorb it, I think. Food Use your hands disgusting. like a real man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, food was disgusting. My, my son got chicken fingers. They showed up and they were literally black. Um, like okay. not, not, like, not just a little overdone, like literally okay. burned black. Um, <laughs> so we asked for new chicken fingers, obviously, and the new chicken fingers got lost in the restaurant. Um, <laughs> like we, we kept waiting for the chicken fingers and I told my wife, I'm like, there's a waitress just wandering around on the other side of the restaurant with a plate of chicken fingers. And I guarantee those are ours. And she's just wandering around the whole restaurant trying oh to figure out where God. these chicken fingers go. So we finally get them, right? Um, They're the, cold now because you've been walking around for 30 minutes. Exactly. So this whole time, right, uh, our waitress has not come back. Our actual waitress has not come back to the table. Um. And there were some things wrong, like early on in the process too. And so the manager comes by, and I said, "Hey, do you know where our waitress is? We haven't seen her in a little while, and we need some refills." And he goes, "Oh, sorry, she just got fired." Uh, so our waitress—I was going to say—I hope this ends with her, her, her quitting. But oh my god! So, um, so waitress got fired in the middle of the meal. Um, the, the manager's like, um, Hey, you know, I know it's been a, a horrible experience so far today, uh, with the burnt and lost chicken and all the rest of the stuff. So let, we'll do it. Uh, we're going to give you guys a dessert on us. We said, okay, that's fine. They I would have demanded the meal to the wrong table. Oh <laughs> so my bring God. This dessert <laughs> to the table next to uh... us and sit it down in front of them. And they've got like a three-year-old kid, and the three-year-old kid, of course, just dives right into this dessert. And uh, in the meantime, the parents are looking at the waitress like, "This isn't ours," and the kid's just in it. Um, <laughs> so they had to bring another one. Um, so then all of that happens, right? And it was three of us eating, and so they bring us the bill. And oh, I forgot one thing. They um. My wife ordered food and ordered some sides with it, and they brought us a thing of fries. And we said, we didn't order these fries. And they're like, oh, it's fine. We've already made them. Just keep them. So we get the bill, and the bill comes out. And normally, for three people to eat at Applebee's, it's like 30 bucks at best, right? Yeah. The bill comes out, and it's like $76. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All this food on there that we didn't order. Oh. including the fries that they brought us when we didn't want them and told us to keep them. So we send it. We're like, hey, this bill is not – it's not right. Um, can you guys fix it? And, like, we weren't – we're not the type of people that are going to throw a fit at a restaurant, right? So we weren't even, like, trying to get free food out of it. We were just – we just wanted the bill for the food that we actually ordered. So they're like, oh, I'm sorry. We screwed this up. So they bring it back again, okay? and. It's wrong, but in a different way. Um, and so we're like, again, we're like, this is, this is still wrong. Like there's food on here that's not ours. This is, it's not, it's not right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So they bring the bill back a third time and it is the most incomprehensible bill I have ever seen in my life. The wonton tacos went from like 
three dollars or something like that on the one bill that was wrong to like 17 on the new bill but then they had taken off like 36 dollars in charges and there was like food on there that we didn't order oh my but, god um but it was I'm all like nightmare weird prices and then there were subtractions to the price in there this bill was like as long as my forearm like uh, a cvs receipt yeah but it ended up it was the bill the bill total with all this weird stuff on it was $15 and i told my wife i said i am not sending this bill back a third time we're paying the $15 and we're getting out of here before yeah, something um, else happens so we have not been back to an applebees since and by the way all of this was like two and a half hours yeah yeah cuz you were stuck and and i'm sure half of that was waiting for a receipt yes and your food yeah, in, and we're just sitting there, going, maybe this was a mistake. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was oh the most disastrous God. restaurant experience of my entire life. And I, I, I wish, my- I wish I could have had a camera on my own face <laughs> when the manager was like, "Oh, your waitress got fired in the middle of your meal." I think I would have not paid. I would have told them, "I'm not paying." After you bring the receipt back a third time, if it was yeah. wrong, although it's fifteen dollars, I understand. But I would just been like. This has been a nightmare. Like, yeah, have, like, a nightmare like do, I have to, do I have to leave a tip since she got fired? The other yeah, waitresses were clearly working hard, so I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna screw them uh, by by throwing up my hands and saying I'm not paying anything. So we ended up leaving yeah. the, the the last waitress we had a pretty good tip. Hopefully, maybe she passed some of it to the lady that got fired. I would, yeah, I would have been like, I'm only paying the tip. Like, none of this is going because this has been a nightmare. Like you always tip the person, but you can just be like, "I am not paying for this meal after all this." I've been here two hours for like an hour long my, meal. So my my parents at one point somebody gave them an Applebee's gift card, a twenty five dollar Applebee's gift card. It took them four trips to Applebee's to use the gift card because Jeez. every time it was so bad that they didn't end up paying. I've, I've finally, the, the last time, the manager was like, it's okay, we'll take care of your bill. And my dad was like, no, we have this gift card, and I'm getting rid of it so that we never have to come back to an Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I, I can't tell you how many meals I've been comped at Applebee's because they're like just fucking <laughs> screwing up our orders. Applebee's. Applebee's, eat for free because we'll fuck I mean, it almost, up. <laughs> almost the last five times I've been oh, to Applebee's, geez. I've eaten for free because they fucked up our order. I've only yeah. ever been to one, and it's been fine. Yeah, we, I mean, we used to, when I was in college, we'd go to Applebee's almost, this is not a joke, almost every night for half, half price appetizers because you could eat for like $4. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I understand. But um, back then it was, it was fine. They also used to have dollar scoops of ice cream back then. And uh, two of my friends used to wager on how many dollar scoops of ice cream they could eat. I think I think the 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 max was twenty four or something like that. Good God! <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of That's ice cream. Disgusting. Anyhow, All right, so yeah, that was my Applebee's story. Welcome to the Applebee's podcast. We are not sponsored by Applebee's. I, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear about the everybody else's worst restaurant dining experiences. We have that, we have the... actual footage. We have actual like a record of it. It was when John came in. Um, oh God! Was that the, were you talking the about steak, a steak and steak? Yeah, the steaks. I still have the picture on my phone of the sad chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that was we. John comes over here and he wants to experience American dining, 
at its finest. So we take him to Steak and Shake. <laughs> that was mistake number one. But, you know, <laughs> mistake, mistake and Shake. <laughs> I took him to Five Guys from the airport, so I was the good. I was the good one. Yeah, and we took him to Smashburger. He wanted to. He wanted to try a whole bunch of different hamburger places. So yeah. We took him to Smashburger too and stuff, but Steak and Shake was the big swing and miss. Oh wow! Yeah, that was. Whew. We made a puppet out of the chicken sandwich. Yeah, I still have that picture on my phone. I showed it to my wife the other day. I was like, here's the sad chicken sandwich. I think you need to post the picture (laughs) of the sad chicken sandwich on Twitter. I should. I should. I'll have to grab that off my phone, put it up on Twitter. Like, Here's the sad chicken sandwich. Why don't you just use it as the the cover art for for this show? (laughs) Oh, shit. You know, I'm I'm the kind of guy who will... Even if my experiences was actually horrible, I'll still give a pretty good tip. I'm a Same. very good tipper. Yeah. And um, uh, when I, uh, gosh, this was probably six years ago, seven years ago. I was still living with my roommates at the time. And uh, somehow we ended up waking up really early and said, well, let's go get breakfast because we're never up for breakfast. <laughs> so we went to IHOP. And, uh, man, uh, we, we got seated and they sat us in like this back part of the area. There was only other, like, and there was another family sitting there. They were getting served, but the person that was serving them wasn't our server. We sat there for 45 minutes before somebody finally came over and talked to us. Uh, at wow. that point, at that point, we're like, "Hey, can I please get some pancakes?" <laughs> <laughs> I have some motherfucking pancakes. So, um, and then they they brought out the pancakes, and then we didn't see our server for another forty minutes. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, you got your pancakes. What else do you need? I, well, we also didn't get our check, and we're like, "Hey, you know what? This seat kind of sucks, and my ass is starting to get numb. Can we please leave now?" <laughs> So finally, Alan got up and was like looking for somebody. He couldn't find anybody. He said he walked around for like five minutes trying to find somebody. He finally found somebody. They came over, and um, they're like, uh, "Well, we're gonna knock, uh, we're gonna knock something off your bill because of the, the experience you guys had." And we're like, "We didn't complain. Nobody complained about this. So you guys knew that we were sitting here for forty-five minutes, and you just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you just didn't care." <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was just like I was like, what the hell is going on? I've known what I want to eat for the past thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you you went to IHOP, so I figured the main thing you're going for is pancakes. You know? Well, I was wanting some pancakes, but I also wanted the sausage links because I love the sausage links there. You know, I, I so it's funny to me that you had. Uh, a terrible experience at IHOP because the IHOP that we always go to, my son loves IHOP. The IHOP we always go to has one of the best waitresses I've ever had at any restaurant. She's amazing. So yeah, we we have the good experiences at Denny's. <laughs> I miss I miss Denny's. Is it I, good I, Denny's? I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a good it's, Denny's. It's, yeah, it's a great. It was a great Denny's. Unfortunately, when it closed down. Oh, every Denny's around here has been closed for years. Yeah. Oh man, I was so mad. It was so good. Like they and so I have to explain something. When I was younger, um, probably from late teens to probably mid twenties, I used to drag race race cars. 
um, there was a local drag strip up here uh, in the area that I live in. And every Friday night, me and a bunch of friends and my dad, he'd come and everything like that. It was kind of like this big thing that me and my dad started. And we would all go drag racing. And it would end probably at like midnight. And there's nothing open. And we're starving except for except for Denny's. Denny's was open. So we would always go to Denny's. <clears throat> And this is the most white trash story. You goddamn right. Heard. You're right. This is, this is it's the American dream. I understand. Ain't that America, man? Fucking right. You and me. Okay. <laughs> John Mellencamp started playing in and my I, headset as soon as you started telling this story. <laughs> you know, I just go and drag race down at the strip with my daddy, and then we go to then we go to Denny's. Get, get a grand slam over my hammy. I'd always get the All American Slam. <laughs> But uh, you're kind of making his case for him there, Drew. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this was like my 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 teenage years. It ain't but a stereotype we, if it's true, motherfucker. Yeah. So <laughs> so um, anyway, we would go every Friday night there, and the waitress that we would get would always be the same one because there's only like four people working at midnight. Um. And she was she was great. We we come with like twenty people, and they'd sit us all at the table. They bring the tables together and stuff like that. And it was always great food and it was perfect service. And like back in those days, everybody we they just put the bill together and everybody just throw in some money. So she sometimes end up with like a freaking hundred dollar tip because it was people just like throw out a twenty, throw out a twenty kind of thing. And it got to a point where the four waitresses that work Friday nights would get into fights on who got to serve <laughs> us. Oh my and was, god. And just this is the more and more white trash as we go along. It was it was so good because they would get like we could hear them yelling in the back <laughs> at each other. And uh yeah, I mean unfortunately it shut down. Um it shut down during Christmas time and it it had Merry Christmas on the windows for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, why so not, man. right? So I have Not's to true. add an addendum based on your, so based on your, your story that you guys had the same waitress every time or similar waitress every time we had this, the same waitress so many times when we were going to Applebee's back in the day, um, that one of the ice cream scoop guys that I just mentioned ended up marrying her. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're still married today. I think like 15 years. Like good for them. Yeah. Yeah. She, he was really impressed by the <laughs> yeah the by how much ice cream he could put away. <laughs> I, wonder if they, I wonder if that's like their anniversary tradition yeah. is he eats a bunch of ice cream. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! See, that's the American dream right there. You go, you go, to, right. You go to you go to Denny's or Applebee's and you meet your future soulmate there. That's I right. can't even I can't even tell you the nerdiest shit is the Denny story. It's a, instead of drag racing, Drew, we would go there and play Star Wars Monopoly for like four hours in the middle of the night. Ooh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, we used to have uh, Chili's. Uh, there was a, a a group of people who would come into the local Chili's every Saturday night and play Magic the Gathering. That was tables. IHOP. For, uh, the, the IHOP we used to go to always had people playing Magic. Yep. Yep. There you go. All right, we're we're about thirty minutes in. Are you guys ready to start talking <laughs> about video games? Well, I'm glad I talked about this because you know what I played this week. All right, Drew, you want to go first then? Sure. 
I played Overwatch, Folklore, and Animal Crossing. <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, I forgot <laughs> to buy turnips. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, Every you're too late now, boss. <laughs> I know. I missed my window. I, uh, <laughs> I bought about 8,000 turnips today. All right. Turnips for days. Turnips for days. Even if I hadn't forgot to buy turnips, I was going to say something about turnips just to get on Ken's nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you motherfuckers out there with your spreadsheets and shit talking on Twitter about some turnips. <laughs> I, hey, I, I've got two spreadsheets going right now. That's hilarious. This motherfucker can make fun of me for keeping spreadsheets of the games I own. This motherfucker has spreadsheets for turnips. I made a cool <laughs> million bells last week, boss. Cool. You're like that dude that wins in in the, the Xbox version of Jeopardy and thinks he actually gets to take that car home or something? <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Well, I'll move on to Anthony. I know Anthony's got a game we can talk about. Yeah, Man Eater. That's a yeah. game that has really good writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Hollow Notes reference here. Um, it's a good game. Uh, it's it's fun, but boy, is there a lot of repetition. That's my thing. Like it's like the progression seems really weird, right? The, the they need to have. I don't know if they want to. They should do milestones and be like, "Oh, you've eaten this many type. You, you've eaten this many turtles, or you've fought this many crocodiles. Here you go." But like the beginning of that game is really tough because when you're a baby shark, you end up having to fight crocs that are like level eight, and you're level three or four. Yeah, the crocs no are open really, really gate being able to explore that world. And, and then you become a a teen shark, and you can just decimate. Like pulling off their limbs, like it's, um, and then the problem is like the the time in between getting your upgrades. So like you can actually upgrade your shark. Like you can choose different types of teeth. Um, I haven't. I actually only have like the teeth and the the mat, like the different sort of organs that you can choose. Um, I don't really have anything else because I haven't unlocked them yet. Um. Actually, sorry, I have one. I just can't remember what it is because it's the only one I had of that type. But it's just like you unlock by fighting specific animals or the hunters. And it's it's disappointing because, like, the the actual combat is okay when the camera wants to cooperate. But because there's no real lock-on, it becomes hard to fight. Again, especially when you're at a lower level where the game is so much like it, it's almost it's it's a really weird difficulty curve because the game starts off pretty difficult and it's just been kind of getting easier to the point where i don't feel challenged like even fighting the mako sharks now which is kind of neat because you're you know sharks fighting sharks rather than like a shark fighting an alligator or like barracudas and then there's um one other type of fish um that i can't remember early on but it's like it, it's it's just like the gameplay. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go do the things again. It's kind of like what everybody thinks an open world game is. That's what this is. Like this has like, it's a bunch of spots on a map. You do all the things, but I'm like, I'm doing all the things that don't feel like I'm leveling up enough. Yeah, the um, leveling, the leveling feels weird because like you can do a bunch of stuff that doesn't level you. And then you can do one thing and it automatically levels you. Yeah. And, and, and it, yeah, it's 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 kind of goofy, 
in terms of that. Um, like mechanically, it's just okay, and like it's kind of disappointing. But at the same time, like the only other game that plays anything remotely like this is Jaws Unleashed, and like that game is way more broken than this. Um, but again, like this is such a like the only other team that's ever really tried to do something like this is Appalooza which I don't even think exists anymore, but the last game they made was Jaws Unleashed and the Echo game for the uh, Dreamcast. And it's like, so I I don't want to criticize it too too much because there's nothing else kind of like this game, but at the same time, like, it takes the worst part of open-world games and does that. Like, to some extent, I'm okay with it just kind of being pure chaos rather than, like, navigating mazes. Um, because, like, the best parts of this game are when you're taking on the hunters by, like, after killing a bunch of people on the shore and watching your shark do jump, jumping across the shore to kill people. Um, but the writing is where this game really shines because, wow, the writing in this is great. Um, from all the little um, landmarks that you can find to the writing of the main sort of plot of the show, which is a fake version of Deadly's Catch where they're following a Cajun shark hunter and the writing in his portions are just hilarious because it's like he's clearly just a piece of shit but it makes fun of those like it's one of those I almost wonder if it's not funny to people if they haven't watched like one of those shows because like they nail it down where they're talking about my daddy uh to try to catch that shark and blah 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 and it's just like why are we going into this and he's about to cry and then like tells the camera they have to stop recording um, yeah the fact that there's a storyline like, where it, it, it does the castlevania thing where you start the game as the overpowered shark yeah and then it gets and then, killed and then it, it you're the baby shark yeah so you're the baby shark and that's where you and start. he scars you he scars yeah, so you because he, he's so gonna he want to hunt you, you. And then you bite his hand off. <laughs> so he has a claw hand. So he's now he's now he wants revenge um, in front of the camera. You better turn that fucking thing off. Um, and it's it's so good because like whoever is voicing that character is great. Um, and then his son is kind of inept because he's not into fishing. He's into marine biology, so he's not a piece of shit. But ah, he gets it from his mother. Like it's it's all the little things that. They- a hint to with that character that's really fascinating but then like the landmarks like you find a guy who is like you find a skeleton at the bottom of the river in a canoe and like he makes a um can't remember his name again we just talked about this before the show last week it's um, jerry from rick and morty what's his morty chris? or Cyril chris parnell chris parnell yeah. chris parnell <laughs> he um he's the he's the voiceover the narrator and, like, he made a joke about, like, yeah, if you, apparently, if you lose your oars while you're in a canoe, you just die with your ship like a normal sailor. <laughs> like, so it's just this, like, he makes all these comments about, like, the stuff you find, and they're really witty. Um, it, it's, it's impressive, the writing in a game about a shark that eats people. Um, and I like the leveling up, but it's just so... There's just these long portions of in between. I'm, I'm just lucky that the game is not grindy enough to be boring. But it's just like, you know, I wish I didn't have to keep triggering to 
to swim faster. I wish there was just I could hold the trigger down to swim faster. Um, you can do it when you're knifing the surface, but it's like there's just some things like I wish I could grab onto boats rather than just kind of having to keep attacking them. Um, because when you fight certain fish enemies, you can grab onto them and then thrash them around to do extra damage. Um, so it, it's just there's there's little things like this game is not without its faults, but at the same time, if you don't. As somebody is reviewing it, like it's hard to say, like, oh, this is a bad game because it's not. But it's like I can't even criticize it too much because it's so different than everything else. That like, could could there be a better way to do this? I think there can be, but like, it takes a lot of chances in doing certain things that I'm like, sorry, I had an echo there in my ear. Oh no, um, <laughs> I hear it too. Yeah, it's probably me. Uh, so it's you. I know. I, I'm not looking at the phone, but I, 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 we're all pretty certain it's you in your car. <laughs> but it's, it's like I'm, I'm certain there's a better way to do this. I just don't want to criticize it too much because I want someone to take another risk at this because it's such a bizarre idea. That the last time if someone did it, it didn't really work out well because I mean you never saw any more Jaws games. So, um, it's fun. It again, the writing is kind of why you would go and play it. I think more than anything, um, because again, it is fun to bite people, but eventually that kind of gets boring. You're just kind of waiting for that next moment where you can upgrade and kind of go into the next section because it's kind of set up like um, I wouldn't even say a Metroidvania. It's kind of set up where it, it, it moves you through the open world in, in in sections, so you have to like level up to a certain level to move on to the next one. And I think I'm in the third of like six or seven, so is and that's basically box? it. Uh, I think it's a little bit less than. I want to say it's fifty. It's forty. It's forty. Okay. It's four. It's thirty nine ninety nine. It's like a right. It's, it's like fifty a classic in Canada. B B tier category game. And it and right. it feels it. I mean, like, look, Tripwire doesn't publish bad stuff, really. So it's just. Uh, I think this was mainly made by one guy. Like, I know a team came in later. Um, Michael. Rep- Do we lose him? I don't know. He died. I thought it was me. Ninja's got We've him. We've lost him. The shark got him. Shark done took him overboard. He's going to need a bigger boat. He's definitely going to need a bigger boat. All right, well, until he comes back. Um, yeah, I think that game is cool. But again, a lot of the same issues that he's been talking about. I guess I'll go on to Ryan until we figure out what happened to Anthony. Alright. So I have played um, some more Darksiders War Master Edition. Just, again, trying to go back through that and finish it. Um, and it's... I'm, I, I'm uh, Again, I'm remembering some of the things I liked about the game and some of the things that I didn't like about the game. Um, but I just... Um, Killed the last thing. The last major thing I did was I killed the um, uh, the worm boss. It's uh, Rodman. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, which is uh, which is a really fun uh, boss fight where you're riding on the horse and you got to shoot it in the mouth and all that stuff. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. So that's a that's a cool boss fight. And I'm going to the spider area now, which I remember not liking so much my first time around. So we'll see how it goes this time around. Um, 
but the, 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 the one thing that I wanted to talk about, and I mentioned this on Twitter, but, um, I found a, uh, and apparently it hasn't been a secret. Like it's, it's existed for a while. Um, a private city of heroes server called homecoming. Um, and so I played some city of heroes this week for the first time in like, I don't know, 15 years. Uh, maybe shit. not that long. Um, is, it, is it crazy that the world is coming back around? Did you also see that there somebody's releasing an uh, um, Xbox Live, OG Xbox Live? No. Yeah, like with the whole dashboard and everything. Wow. Like on the original Xbox? Yeah, so on yeah, the original cool. Xbox, a company called Insignia is rebuilding Xbox Live 1.0, and you're going to be able to access it on that on the OG Xbox. Wow. Technology is yeah, cool, man. That is cool. Um, they shut down Xbox Live for the yeah. They, you, if you remember uh, when the 360 was around, um, they had to shut down Xbox Live 1.0 because it had limitations that the 360's Xbox Live didn't have. Oh. And in order to make everything work, like backward compatibility stuff, they had to shut it down. The, um, that was at last... the beginning of the 360, or it was at the no, it was, it was about the... midway. Yeah, it was about midway through. When they started and, uh, the last like, backwards compatible games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the uh, there's a group of people that like kept their consoles on just to keep the Halo Two. Yeah, that thing was on arrived. for like a month or something, right? Yeah, and eventually they just had to be like, "Sorry, guys, we are shutting this down." But like, you know, we love the fact that you tried so hard to keep it alive. It just it has to go. So yeah. I mean, that's it's cool to see that come back and and stuff like City Heroes come back, like just being able able to preserve these. I wonder if anybody's out there trying to redo Mag. You think? Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> the uh, but no, it's and it's it's like super uh, super nostalgic for me. Just even like the sound effects and um, the menus and stuff like that bring back a lot of uh, memories. And the cool thing is, so in the original game. There were things that, um, like cos, uh, uh, some uh, costume stuff that you had to spend influence. Like if if you wanted to have multiple costume slots or change something on your costume, you had to pay influence to do it, and that stuff's free on this server, which is kind of cool. Um, but it's yeah, it's I mean it's City Heroes. Uh, I forgot it's been so long since I played an MMO on a PC. I forgot how CPU intense. Um, even old MMOs are. So it, um, it pushes my, uh, my laptop, which was originally intended as a work laptop, um, pretty hard. Uh, cause the CPU is not great. I've got a ton of RAM in it, but it doesn't have a great CPU. So, um, but it's, it's fun just to go back in and kind of experience that all over again after so many years. So, um, other than that, I'm trying to think if I played anything else. I don't think so. That's been pretty much it. All right. Anthony, I, I hear you're back. Did you have anything else besides Man Eater? No, that was it. I played a bit of Tetris Effect on my PC, and that game is still fantastic. That's about it. All right. Um, so... I've been in that mode where like I have a ton of stuff to play, but I can't seem to get something to to, to kind of hook me right now. 
So I played a lot of shit. Um, I dicked around with some more retro stuff. Um, I, I pulled a couple ISOs from some discs I had and tried to run them on RetroArch for the PS2. RetroArch does not like PS2 games very much. It only has one core, and it's not a good one. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, even using a PS2 emulator, you need to have a pretty strong PC to do that. I mean, I've got a beefy PC. So... No, but I mean, like, it's it's just even, like, emulation of PS2 in general isn't really the nicest thing ever. Like, Katamari, which doesn't have a lot of detail on the um, anything, I suppose. Like, it doesn't have a lot of polygons and doesn't have a lot of textures. Even that has a lot of issues. Yeah, uh, this was just more of a test because I've been running basically every other machine uh, up to that era. Like, I haven't tried Saturn yet. I know Saturn is just a, a huge... It's a bad scene. So I haven't even messed with that. But I've been running Dreamcast and PS1 and stuff like that, and it's been running good. I was going to try PS2. I It didn't go very well, so I just kind of gave up on that and tested a couple more Dreamcast and PS1 games. Um, just messing around. Um, and then I have a bunch of... There's a lot of indie stuff I played this week, so... I downloaded a game by somebody on the show named Jay Lee. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that tweet that I put out. No. So I, there's a game that showed up on Xbox this week called Shaolin vs. Wu-Tang. And it's a 1v1 fighting game with basically every martial arts movie character you could ever think. I mean, obviously they're not licensed. But each character is a style, and that style is like the drunken master is Jackie Chan. His name's not Jackie Chan in the game, but he's totally Jackie Chan. Um, like, fucking Bruce Lee's in there, Chuck Norris is in there, like, everybody you could think of is in there. And it's a 1v1 indie fighting game. When you boot up the main screen, it says a J. Lee production. <laughs> so I tweeted the picture nice. of the title, the title screen. said, hey, Jay, I didn't know you made games. Oh, uh, but don't buy this game. Oh, buy It's bad. <laughs> It's really, really bad. It's like the coolest idea you've ever seen of being able to have a fighting game with every, you know, kind of martial arts movie trope ever created in one place. And I mean, there's a ton. There's like 30 characters or some ridiculous number like that. Um, but it, it, it has frame rate issues. It does not control well. It is just not a fun game. Luckily, I only spent $13 on it. So. It's not too bad. Uh, I played a game called Woodle Tree 2 Deluxe Plus. Um, that game is, is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It's kind of like an open world Mario style platformer game. You go around. That was coins. kind of. That, uh, I played the first one. Um, yeah. That was like the first time I remember seeing a indie dev try to do a 3D platformer. Yeah, and it works surprisingly well. Like the second one is is not bad. The first um, one's a little rough, but I mean, like, yeah, the the second one has made a lot of changes. So, so yeah, I played a little bit of that. Um, I I went ahead and got the uh, the Mafia trilogy because, like, I have three. I own three. I own three's complete edition, so I already had all the DLC. But if you buy two and one separate, it's like. 30 bucks for the two definitive edition and 40 bucks for the remake of one. If you buy the trilogy, then it's 60 bucks. So like 
it's cheaper than buying two and th- two one and two separate. So um, I didn't play much of it, but I did pick it up for that. Um, I'm playing Shantae in the Seven Sirens, but I can't talk about that yet. I played Maneater. We talked about that. I played some more Hunt Down. That game is... I still love that game, if you haven't played it yet. Uh, Saints Row the Third Remastered. I can finally talk about that, which is weird that I couldn't talk about it before because that game's like a million years old. But that is a pretty good remaster. Like, they, they actually went in and redid a lot of the visuals. Um... And here's the weirdest part. So when I booted it up the first time, it's it's running at 30 frames a second. I'm like, why the hell is this remaster of a fucking 20-year-old game running at 30 frames a second? And this is on an X, mind you. You have to go into the menu and toggle on uncapped frame rate. And then the Xbox One X version actually runs at almost a solid 60 FPS. Uh, it does dip here and there. So... But it's not, it's it's almost consistently 60 frames a second. So it's really nice to be able to play Central of the Third at 60 FPS. And, and I had forgot how much of that game was fantastic. Like the characters in that game and like the storylines and it just, there's so many great moments in that game. So it's, it's the first been, time that's like, the best one they made. Yeah, it, nah, it's, it's definitely the movie. best one. Yeah. I think Pierce is, ends up being one of my favorite characters because of that game. But like I last night I just did the um the, the race the the what is it the the cart and buggy away from the BDSM <laughs> where when you the, shoot um... the driver it blows up it's so stupid yeah um so all the characters do, does it still look like kind of a Saints Row game because I've only seen the like, close-ups of the characters and they look far more realistic than any of the it Saints still has that, Yeah, it still has that cartoony look to it like bodies are still flying all over the place when you're playing okay. and it's goofy. Yeah, they didn't change like it's still the same. Think of it like, um, you, have you played the Master Chief collection? Yeah. Okay, think so of think like... of it like that where it's like a new coat of paint over top of the same engine. Got it. So it's a lot like that. This is one of those games that would super benefit from being able to like toggle between the old version and the new version. Just so like you so can, you can see, the see the difference. Yeah, yeah like, I looked at the side by side. I want to say I don't even know who I don't even think it was from um Digital Foundry. Found, just someone showing did, this. Yeah, they did do one. Okay, well then maybe it was theirs. I just definitely saw like, oh wow, the like the character models are far more realistic now mm-hmm. than they ever were. And I, yep. in my head, looking at just the remaster, I'm like, oh, it's just textures. It's like, no, that's a new model. So. Yep. Yeah, it, it looks real good. So. Just kind of wish the price wasn't as much. Yeah, the price is a little rough. It's forty bucks. I think that's my biggest hang-up with it, is because like you can get the original for like five bucks, but man, it is it. It's it would be hard for me to go play that version now after playing this version. They've they've so. done that with a lot of their stuff though, because I you know I reviewed Saints Row Four on Switch and they didn't do anything in that game, and it also doesn't come with all the DLC. Yeah, which is weird. Charging forty bucks for it, and I'm just like, I can go get the 360 version that plays better. And oh shit, you can go get the Xbox One and PS4 version for like five bucks. No, yeah, and and it comes with Get Out of Hell which yeah. is not in the Switch version. Yeah, it's just... 
that Switch version seems like a mistake because this one actually feels like they did stuff to it. Yeah, which I don't know if the Switch version could handle that new upgrade. The Switch version couldn't handle the version of Saints Row 3 that came out on it. Like, if you remember, Saints Row 3 has already been put on the Switch, but it wasn't remastered. Right. Did they not put the remaster out on the Switch, though? I don't think I'm it's out sure. currently. I think it's coming, right? Okay. I, I, I mean, that's just weird if it's already on the Switch, and then they're like, hey, and now the remaster's coming in general. Yeah, if they put out, I if totally they don't make that like a patch already, so. for the people who bought the the regular Switch version, that's pretty <laughs> shitty. Well, I want you to say up, that based on, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> based on the fact that like they've proved and that they're more than willing to do that already. I bet the only reason why it's Epic Store exclusive on PC is because a the Saints Row the Third isn't on Epic Store. So if it's exclusive to there, then you can't expect an upgrade for free. Yeah, a, a nice note about the Mafia update is that if you own Mafia 2 on, on Steam, you you automatically get that update. Yeah, I've heard from people mixed things about that, mind you. Yeah, like, I've heard the Mafia said, 2 remaster is pretty bad. Yeah, so I, I've heard people like, oh yeah, just go and play the original because this does not work. So, yeah. I don't disappointing, know. I, but... I appreciate them at least giving it to me for free instead of like selling it as DLC. I think the funniest thing that I that I've noticed coming out of the um the Mafia trilogy is the disdain people have for the third game, and I think the third game is pretty damn good. I don't know where the hate from that game came from. Like if 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 you remember correctly, when that game came out, we talked about if you if we still had a category for like best new character, Lincoln would have won it like hands down. And I still like that game. I I like that game, and in fact, I honestly, it. maybe it's just again based on what I'm looking at that like I've only seen people go, no, 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 it's good. There'll be someone like, does is three all that great? Like asking a question because I've never played it, and they're like, I've only seen positive response. Be like, it's really good. Like, there's a lot you could cut out, but like, you know, there's a lot of bloat in that game. I will never deny but, that. And and that's really the only thing I've ever kind of read is like I just wish that game was shorter and that they, if that they were going to remaster it just get rid of some of the bloat. But well, Drew, I think I, if you haven't if you haven't played it, wasn't it free like a couple months ago on PlayStation I'm Plus? Surprised if it was Mafia Three. Yeah, I think it was. It may may have been, but I don't have PlayStation Plus anymore. Oh, that's right, you got rid of PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I think when, when the hell would I ever use it? Uh, that's true. What kind of like, Sony pony are you? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bad one. He is a bad one. He hates Naughty Dog games, and he's not even subscribed to PlayStation Plus. What the hell, dude? Um, and the last game I'm going to talk about pony status. Man, no shit. Take away his card. Um, the last game I'm going to talk about. <laughs> you still have your Xbox Live Diamond card? I have mine. I, oh, I have mine know, somewhere. I, I had mine at one time. I'm pretty sure I threw it away. <laughs> Get you a discount at Quiznos. Oh boy, <laughs> mm, toasty. Uh, so the last game I'm going to talk about, Drew, you should check this game out because it's on Game Pass and it's uh, it's pretty rad. So what if you could play Diablo with Minecraft characters? Oh really? So Minecraft Dungeons is coming out this week, and that game is pretty damn good. Really? Is it really? Yeah, it is. It's pretty good. I'm so it is a it top, out. like an isometric view Diablo clone? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can enchant does armor. Have, does it have colored loot? Yep. 
You can put enchantments okay. enchantments on it. Different um, types of uh, classes. Mm, no. So you can no kind of just play whatever. Yeah, there's no class really. Like you can just play whatever you want. You pick a character, and then you can kind of you know you get your loot, so then you can change your weapons. Uh, you get a standard melee weapon. You get a ranged weapon, which is used so far. What I've played, it's been bows, crossbows, things like that. Um, but you can enchant the different items. Like they have different abilities on them. So like one bow and arrow I had, you could charge the shot and shoot it, and then it had like a 10% chance to do like a um, like a fire damage to the enemy or a critical shot to the enemy. The next arrow, the next bow that I got, like shot like a triple set of arrows, so it could do like multiple mob hits. Um, you get three item slots, like ability slots, and you can slot different stuff into them, and they're Minecraft themed. So like one of them was like I could turn my arrows into bottle rockets and shoot people and explode them. Uh, one of them was a fishing rod that you could grab people scorpion style and bring them to you. Okay. Um, one of them was a feather that would let me do like a front flip and then stun all of the enemies in the mob around me. Uh, there are bosses, there are hidden areas. The cow level is in there somewhere from Diablo 2. Okay. Which Who's is hilarious. Uh, it's made by Mo Yang, Mo Yang Studios. Okay. So, but it's on Game Pass. I suggest, since you have Game Pass, you check this game out this week. It is pretty cool. It's up to four players, I believe, online. Sounds like um, the way you, you play local, about, like... you know? Yeah, you can play local. Nice. Yep. It sounds a little bit like Victor Vran. Kind of. It's, I mean, it's Minecraft. Like your, your, attacks, your, your attacks vary depending on the weapon you have equipped rather than what class you are. Yes. Yes, so there's not like a class system like a Diablo. So you don't yeah. have like an upgrade tree. You just when you level up, you get an enchantment, and you can use those enchantments on your armor, your weapons, things like that. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool game. Like it's a lot better than I've. I was kind of interested in this game. It's funny because my son loves Minecraft, but he watched me play it for like ten minutes. He was so excited. He's like, "Oh my god, you're playing this before it comes out." He's like, "You're so cool, Dad." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> He uh he saw me play it and he's like, "Can't you just like build shit and blow it up?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "I don't want to play it." <laughs> he doesn't like regular mine. He doesn't like anything but regular Minecraft. No, he literally just goes in and just sets like four thousand TNTs and then blows them up. Like my child is obsessed with that kind of stuff. I mean, he plays Goat Simulator nonstop. I mean, come on. I don't know. He's funny. He doesn't. <clears throat> he doesn't actually like like structured games. Hmm. Like if you have to progress, he doesn't want any part of it. He wants like a creative mode. So. So that what kids like these days? I mean, kids are different. Yeah, that's just what he's what he likes. And I would say this this generation kind of expects that flexibility. Yeah, it's weird to think about that because when we were kids, it was like you know, here's your game. You got to go from point A to point B. Right. Yeah, level it. one, level two, level three. Yep. Like if he's into something like that, he's like, nah. Nah, is there not a creative mode? <laughs> I don't want this shit. Get this um, garbage out of my face. Yeah, exactly, right? He's like, I don't want this crap. What is this Witcher 3 bullshit? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. He's playing, um, 
He's been playing gas guzzlers a lot lately, and he's what getting mad because he. It's like a mix between twisted metal and a racing game, like a, okay. Um, and he just keeps playing the one mode over and over again. He's like, "Why can't I unlock new stuff?" I was like, "Cause you got to do the other stuff." He's like, "I don't like that. That stuff's stupid." I want to say that's the game that has uh, Clint from Lazy Game Reviews doing a Duke Nukem impression. I, I don't know that game. There's a Duke. Char- there's a character who's clearly a ripoff of Duke Nukem, and it's LGR from YouTube doing it. It's really I mean, it good may... too. So the funniest thing is, is Gas Guzzlers has like play on words of character names, and you 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 watch that child brain not comprehend what it is. So there's a character in it. This is just one example. And I saw I was watching him play it. Uh, he said this. There's a character in it called Jacques Strap. And my son's like, Jacques Strap. He's like, that sounds French. I'm like, <laughs> it is. Like, you know, you, you watch that like fly over his head. You're like, okay, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not picking that one up, which is good because I don't. I don't want to. Some of them are bad, and I'm just like, oh, I'm glad he's not picking those up. Like the original, the original name for uh, a crack in time Russian clank game was uh, Clock Blockers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's I like I um, with that. <laughs> it's like watching movies that I watched when I was like you know between ten and twelve years old that I didn't get, and then you watch them when you're an adult, and you're like, oh god, that joke uh, was there the whole time, and I did yeah. not get it. So it's fun experiencing that from the outside in now. I'm like, I, he he don't he don't get it yet. Okay, he's not picking up what it's putting down, and I'm okay with that because I don't need him to know that word yet. <laughs> but no, I think that's um, that's kind of it, it sucks because like I've been there's like a bunch of games I'm playing, but I'm not getting super into anything right now. Like I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling that. Um, I forget what the last game I was, that I really kind of dug into and finished, and I haven't found one to kind of oh, replace Resident that. Three, right? I I finished something after that. I don't remember what it was. I've been having a lot of fun going back through Saints Row, though. I may actually finish that. I think I'm like 25 percent through it already. You ever gonna go back to Blood and Wine? I'm still mad at that that fight in the street. It just keeps killing me. I want to finish that. I know I'm close. I know I am. I don't remember what us. fight in the street you're talking about. It's after the city's been invaded and me yep. and the old dude are running through the streets and yep. like you just keep getting into these one-on-one fights where he does nothing. And those things are just ripping me to shreds. Hmm. What what difficulty are you playing on? I'm playing on easy. I always play on easy. And and I don't understand it because like every other fight in that game, the only one that really gave me an issue was the very first fight in Blood and Wine, the the disappearing what, what do they call them? Uh, Bruxa. Yeah, the Bruxa. Like the first one until I figured out you know kind of her pattern, I yeah. had an issue with that fight. But now these vam like just random vampires in the street just ripping me apart. Using Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, that's the key. Uh, I mean, just about every fight in that game, that's the key. And then uh, oil, vampire oil on your sword will help, too. Yeah, what sucks about The Witcher, though, is if you don't have it in that section, you can't go get it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just kind of screwed on that front. 
But I, I fought it like four times and it killed me every time. And I, it's one of those I don't have time to be frustrated at a game, so I moved on and I never went back to it. So maybe I'll maybe I'll boot it up because there was something recently that I booted back up that I'd been sitting on for like six months that I got frustrated at, and as soon as I booted it up, I just blew right past it. I don't remember what it was. Always feels good when you go back to a game and you blast past the thing that made you stop playing the game. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, I can play more of this game. <laughs> anyway, I don't think I'm going to be playing much of anything this week except for um, what's coming out this week, by the way. It's Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Oh yeah, that's right. Is out on Tuesday. I don't care how much it costs, I'm buying it. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, Age of Wonders, Planetfall Invasions, Castle Pals, Castle Pals. Mike, Minecraft Dungeons is coming to everything, by the way. Yeah, it's not just Xbox and PC; it's also Switch and PS4, which is weird, but whatever. Uh, Rune Lord sounds like an insult from like an '80s movie, right? Such a rune lord. Such a rune lord, man. Uh, Slime Rancher, the deluxe edition. I'm going to butcher the name of this next game. Utaware Rumono, Prelude to the Fallen. Jay would know that game. Graphic novel games. Yeah. I don't know how you pronounce that game. It sounded right to me. I don't think it was right. I don't care. Right many, <laughs> many faces, and no, not the not the villain from He Man. <laughs> His name was Manny Faces. Wizard's Wand of Epicosity. <laughs> like, who came up with a name for that game? <laughs> it's Wizard's Wand of Epicosity. Atomicrops. Bug Fables, the Everlasting Sapling. Well, that sounds epic. Hotel R and R. What's what's up? So, B- Bug Fables is the. Uh, it, it looks like paper. It, people that are interested in Paper Mario should probably take a look at that. I have not played it, but I've looked at it quite a few times. Going, uh, do I bite the bullet? Because it looks like the old Paper Mario. Motherfucker! If you like old Paper Mario, you should go back and play that. Oh God! What was it called? Um, shit! I talked about it on a show. It's like where you're playing the villain of the game, like in, like an NPC. Uh, Under Hero? Yes. Yes. You should go back so, and play that game. But this is, this is, the reason why I say it specifically looks like that is all the characters are flat in a 3D world. Like, it looks just like the old Paper Marios in this setup. Well, hey, there's a new Paper Mario coming out. Well, this will just hold you over until 10, or it'll hold you over when that game inevitably disappoints you, too, like all the other ones. Oh, for God's uh, Let's Sing 2020. Shantae and the Severn Sirens, which I totally forgot was coming out. Um, I've been a big fan of the Shantae games. And I'm playing the new one. I'll be able to talk about that next week. Uh, Those Who Remain. Genetic Disaster. Little Missed Fortune. And Pong Quest. Uh, the Last Escape, uh, an Ultimate Fishing Simulator. 
What about Switch? We got stuff coming to the Switch this week. We got Oddworld Stranger's Wrath HD. Ailment. Missile Command Recharged. F117A Stealth Fighter. Fly Punch Boom. Game Tengoku Cruisin' Mix Special. Hill Climbing Mania. Resolution. Sega Aegis Thunder Force AC. Synaptic Drive. Turmoil. Adam's Venture Origins. All of the Bioshocks and Borderlands collections are coming to Switch this week. Flux 8. Wild Tracks Wrestling. I'm sorry, racing, not wrestling. (laughs) I think wrestling would be more interesting. Uh, In the XCOM games, XCOM 2, sorry, collection is coming to the Switch this week. And finally, Drew, it's time. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is out on Friday. I mean, that doesn't really matter. You're going to play it with Phoenix Down with with Jay, right? Yeah, right. <clears throat> That's not the one that I wanted to play. I wanted to play Xenoblade Chronicles X. What's the difference? You have that one already, right? That's the one on the Wii U. I haven't finished it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you already have. It. That's the one where you're in New Los Angeles. Huh? And at, at night, while you're in New York, Los Angeles, it has that guy going, oh, yeah, all the time. I'm so confused right now. Just look up the night theme for New L.A. What's that have to do with Xenoblade Chronicles? That's what the place is called. Xenoblade Chronicles X has that song in it. Are you serious? Los Angeles. Yes, you don't remember this? I am drawing a total blank. Like The Xenoblade games are like a mesh in my brain. Okay, Xenoblade Chronicles is a different game than Xenoblade Chronicles X. <laughs> Which has, like, zero relation to the other games in the series, I think. Yes. Remember, Earth was dying, so we tried to find a new planet to live on, and we crash-landed on this planet, and we had to just build our cities there. Then the first city that was built was New Los Angeles. And I don't want to go into spoilers, but early on in the game, you find out you're not actually a human. You're just a robot of a human, and your real consciousness is being uploaded, and you got to find your body. Wow. No, no, yeah, I don't want um That's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess that of a story like, there. That sounds like a it's... fucking sci-fi fucking word jumble. Dude, it's crazy. Like, that game's awesome, though. Huh. But it's only it's only on Wii U. They never they haven't ever brought it over to the Switch. I mean, the Zeno games have always been weird. Like, isn't if I if I remember if I'm misremembering this, correct me. But in Zeno Gears, like, aren't you supposed to be killing God? Yes. yes. Okay, and then in Zeno Saga, aren't you like Jesus or something? I don't know. Also, yes, it's it, it, that. Yeah, it's weird allegory sort of stuff with that. Okay. I'm just trying to, because I love Xenosaga. Xenosaga was, was one of my favorites from the PS2 era. And I'm, I've I was never trying played to... them. Huh? I just read them. 
Oh, I was going to say, I never played them. I just read the plot. The first of them because game is incredible. The second game is, oh, it's not, it's not the best effort. And the third one's kind of redeeming. But that first game is so good. I've always preferred Star Ocean over those. Man, Star Ocean got shit, though. Like, that last one that came out on PS4 was bad. I know. I know. (sighs) Star Ocean 4 is, like, one of my favorites. There are so many... Remember they made a Star Ocean only for Xbox? Oh, well, they... they, That's that's 4. It's, uh... Star Ocean 4, The Last Hope. Yeah. That was Uh, a weird time. It eventually came to something else, right? Though. It came out on PS3 as Star Ocean 4 International. But only in Japan, right? No, I have it on I have it on PS3. So it came out over Okay, I maybe that was like they weren't going to do it and then they did it. I don't I can't keep up. Star Ocean has so many weird fucking names over time that I just I lost track of them. Yeah. I remember the one on PS1 being huge when it came out cuz everybody was trying to ride that Final Fantasy 7 love. Oh, okay. Um, news. There's not a whole lot of news going on. Um, there's a report that the next Call of Duty Black Ops, the Call of Duty this year, is going to be Cold War. Yeah, there's no shooting okay. in it. You just like just sit politics. in an office at a desk and get uh, increasingly stressed out. <laughs> I will be very um, interested to see Call of Duty this year because it's it's that transition year. Who who is developing this one? God, I don't. I, I haven't kept up. Is this the ghost team? Is this Treyarch? Well, I think everybody made. Who made the last was, one? Fuck. Be, yeah, it's either Sledgehammer or Treyarch. Sledgehammer's not a real studio anymore, right? Uh, dude, I don't know. Almost I can't keep up with it. They used to have three studios, and then I think one of them went to just being a support studio. So now there's only two studios. So what, Infinity Ward and Treyarch? I, I just know that... Um, I think so. Who made the last one? I don't... I think it was Treyarch. Okay. I don't care. I haven't played a Call of Duty since Modern Warfare 2. I don't really care. The, the new Modern Warfare had, like, everybody's logo in the opening, so God knows who actually made the campaign and stuff. Yeah, I don't... I have no clue. I know that game is bloated as fuck right now, though. I just don't care. Every time I hear about it, I just go into safe mode. What's funny is they just re-released Modern Warfare 2 campaign. Play that. See, that's what we're doing now. We're just, like, we're releasing... We're re-releasing games from five years ago. It's the end of the generation. Yes. I mean, I mean, they're not going to put out new games until these new consoles come out. So, I don't know. It's a weird time, man. Yes, most certainly does. I mean, we're getting Modern a Warfare. destroy all humans and yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants remaster next month. So, Modern Warfare was longer than five years ago. I know. Modern it Warfare doesn't feel that way. Probably, it probably it's probably like eight or nine. That was Call of Duty Four. No, that was that's the first Modern Warfare. I'm talking about Modern Warfare Two. Oh, I thought you were talking about Modern Warfare. My bad. No, no. I don't. I. 
they all run together in my brain now. The only one I remember was the dude, the, the one that had the dude from uh, Clash of the Titans as the main character. No. He was also in the Die Hard movie, I think. One of them had Kevin Spacey in it. Oh, fuck, I don't fucking remember. That's uh, Advanced Warfare. Advanced That's Warfare Kevin is Spacey. the one with Kevin. Yeah. And also, Modern Warfare 2 was released in 2009. Wasn't Jack Bauer in one of them, too? Kiefer? I'm sure he was. That was Metal Gear Solid. No, I, I know that he's in Metal Gear Solid, but he's in a Call of Duty, too. Uh, the be- the best Call of Duty still, in my opinion, is uh, Infinite Warfare. Infinite Warfare was fun, man. Never it was that yeah, was an excellent game. Yeah. Absolutely, the single player in that was. I, I I don't play the multiplayer in any of those games, but the single player in Infinite Warfare was tremendous. So yeah. which so which servers are still on? How far back can we go and still play online multiplayer? I think they're all on, right? So I can go um, back and play Xbox 360, Call of Duty Two. All the, think so. all the Black Ops definitely are. Yeah, the Call of Duty Black Ops on 360 are I don't know if, I don't know if Modern Warfare 1 and 2 are because of the rematch. Well, sorry, I don't know if 1 is because 1 has a remaster. Yeah, 1 had a remaster. I don't know if World at War is online because I don't know how many people are going back to that one. Well, but people love the 360 one because they're, they're, you can hack that one, right? You can cheat on that one. Yeah, so I don't know how many. I just know that all the Black Ops are still live. The last time I checked. Also, uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Gary Oldman were in that World at War. World at War. That's right. Yeah, I haven't uh, played that okay. one. That was that was the one after Modern Warfare One. That's the one with the flamethrower. Yeah. Yes, that was and the when first it was time like zombies really bloody. And zombies showed up for the first time. Yeah, that's when zombies was invented. I remember that now. They didn't have zombies in the new one, did they? No, they had um, spec ops. I mean, maybe they've added it. Yeah, they added spe- they had spec ops, but zombies, zombies is generally that wasn't added. Zombies is generally uh, Treyarch's, and this but it's was, been it, in all of them since it was introduced, right? No, it skipped. Um, well, one of them had aliens. Modern Warfare Three. Aliens was in Ghosts, which again was not. Um, Treyarch. Um, Black Ops 3 had zombies. And Black Ops 4 I don't think had zombies at all. Because Black Ops 4 is weird one out. And then I don't... Did Infinite have zombies? I don't fucking remember. One of them had like an I don't know if Advanced Warfare zombies had zombies mode, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Kevin Smith. Because uh, Black Ops 3 was the... Uh, Cthulhu mythos one. <laughs> yeah. My Yo. brain is just mashed potatoes There's right so now. Many... Yep. It's all the same at some point. Uh, Sony announced a limited edition PS4 for The Last of Us 2. Um, when you open the box, it just shows you the spoilers to the game. <laughs> <laughs> and those are some crazy spoilers. What, wait, hold on. Be, say that, that again. It, it's it's the Last of Us PS PS4 special edition. When you open the box, it just spoils the game. Oh, <laughs> that would so be the biggest fuck you. I'd love it so much. 
there is definitely a, a limited edition console. It has like a tree branch on it or something. What I'm is sure it? it does. I'm looking at it and it's literally just a black console with like an etching on the top of it. And then the yeah, controller has the Yeah, the controller has a Last of Us logo on the touch bar. I don't know. Of course the I only never played one that I've ever Uncharted three or four either, so me either. Those are on my the list only... to play at some point soon. I was gonna say those are all those have all been free, right? Yeah, I've got them all. I have them okay. all. Yeah. I the like only console that I wanted was the uh, Death Stranding. I thought that one was the what one? The Death Stranding. Oh, uh, PS4. Man, that is a game that it's just the only one that I had any of... interest in. Nobody is talking about that game, are they? It didn't do well, like sales-wise. I don't think. I think it did okay, but like as a Sony first-party exclusive, you know, like how those games sell like fucking buku amounts. Like this one didn't resonate. Sales-wise, yeah, and I, and it's funny because I think it's his best work. Did it come out on PC yet? I know it was supposed to. No, as yeah, yet. It comes out soonish. I think it comes out next month. It was originally kind of supposed to be cause... May. For the Epic Has Game Horizon story. already came out on PC? No, no it's no, no. not yet. Okay. They may be trying to release them kind of close to each other. Well, Death Stranding's not published by Sony on the PC. Is it not? No, it's published 505. by 505. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's weird because they also published, um, oh God, uh, No Man's Sky everywhere else, I think. Yeah, 505 published No Man's Sky on PC or... PC and Xbox, I think, yeah. It's July fourteenth. It's basically so when Sony like gets an exclusive game that they're like, "Yeah, this didn't do as well." Five hundred five, you can have it. <laughs> Seems to be the way it goes. Sony's kicking them under the bus, and five hundred five's out down there, like pulling them out, like, "Come on, guys, come over here." It's made about two hours from that game, and never went back to. No Man's uh, Sky or Death no. Stranding? Both, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. De- well, Death No Man's Stranding Sky is a different so game now. But, yeah, it's uh, a completely different game now. Although, no Man- you know, I, I went back to it when I when the, when the they updated it and played it for like two hours and thought, man, this is really, this is actually pretty good now. And then stopped playing it again. Yep. So here's one. So here's, here's a fun one to talk about. There was an interview with um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake team. And they definitely changed in that story. Really? Oh, man. Oh, man. I've known that since Y'all they... only have yourselves to blame. Oh, you can't blame me for this. Uh, I'm excited that they're remaking Final Fantasy, but after that ending to the first part... I mean, I've already said what I think is going to happen, and I can't wait to be right, because I know it. I know the type of things they do. <laughs> well, no, we're so good Final at doing Fantasy, the same thing over and over. Final Fantasy VII, colon, Kingdom Hearts. Simple and clean. Not really. Oh, Welcome to Dream Xanarkand. It's real, except it's not. Final Fantasy X. Oh, God. I am not looking forward to the rest of these chapters now. Like, I want to see the stuff. See, that's the thing, is I want to see the stuff 
from the original game in this new engine. Like, I want to see the gold saucer, and I want, you know, I want to see Genova. I want to see all that stuff. But man, if the story's going to go the way that it's looking like it's going to go, I don't know that I want it. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh. Why don't you go ahead, Anthony? I know you had something. I, there's not a lot of news going on this week. I mean, mine's not really exciting um, to most people, but uh, apparently a copy of Sim Refinery has been found, which is a... Let me just pull it up because I forget the company. I always want to say it's Exxon. It's not. Um, it's a management simulation game. It's, it's basically just an altered version of SimCity, but like heavily altered for Chevron. And uh, it was developed for in 1993 and it's never seen a public release like it was to teach basically employees oil refinery stuff and so it's never made it out public before um, but people knew it existed and apparently someone has found a copy and is going to upload it to archive.org which again not not huge for people most people because i mean i'm sure most people don't want to do oil refinery stuff but it's a bunch of different disasters than you'd see in the normal SimCity. I wouldn't be surprised if someone tries to mod this into SimCity, the original SimCity release, uh, some way. But um, it's just neat that that's being preserved in some some manner, especially when the person's not just like keeping it for themselves and they're making it publicly available. That's it. You know, speaking of games that nobody's talked about, Wonderful 101 came out. The remake? Yeah. Sorry, remaster. We have to get proper terminology here. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. The remaster of a wonderful 101. Yep. It's out on um, Switch and PS4 digitally. Any of us play it? Nope. Nope. I never oh, played the original. I'm not paying $40 for that. Because I, um, I remember not liking the Wii U version that much. I have I've heard from someone that backed the Kickstarter because they got a Steam code because of the delay on physical copies. Um, everybody got a Steam code, which I think is pretty neat. Um, they said it's a it plays better, but like it's still the same game. So like, if that's what got you, you know, it's you're not gonna enjoy the game. Still, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's neat that they got to reissue it, but it's a cult game. I don't know what they were expecting. So I am, I am starting to come along to the camp of maybe Platinum's not as good as we think they are. Like, Bayonetta is really good. Like, Metal Gear Rising, really good. Kind of everything else they've made... Not uh, great. Turtles video game is that Turtles video good. game was not good as much as Vanquish. Vanquish is good. Vanquish is good, but that had Mikami at the helm, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's like I, I kind of give credit to like everything Mikami touches seems to be good. Well, don't forget uh, what else Nier was there. Automata. Nier Automata yeah, is but, a good game. It, it is. Yeah, but it's that that game. I'm going to be honest with you. It, 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 the gameplay works because the story works. Had the story not worked as good as it does you'd go eh, this is kind of boring the gameplay would have been very like, repetitive yes. because it's not it's like uh i had a friend describe it as like 
Bayonetta light. Like it's nowhere near as engaging as Bayonetta. No, Bayonetta um, is. I mean, that story's so weird. Bayonetta might be the best character action game. Like it's, I would it's... disagree with you. Well, I'm sure you would. Well, what's your pick? Hold then? on. Yeah. My my favorite character action game. Yeah, like a Devil May Cry. Devil you know, May Cry. Yeah. I mean, first one. I, in fact, in fact, no. I, I, I'm still in that camp of DMC. Is probably oh. my favorite. <laughs> the Weeaboos just cried. Well, I, the I mean, I cried. like DMC a lot. Um, DMC is was fantastic. fantastic. I, I think, I, I, but Man Five was so much better than DMC. I can't. I haven't played it, so I can't tell you. I like oh, DMC better so... than Five. Really? I like Five. I really like Five. Five is really good. It is. But man, DMC. When you start to get into that like weapon switching stuff, yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, so you don't get that with every character. Good. Yeah, I, I think the, I just I think it's the, the, the ending of DMC Five or Definitely Cry Five was so good. The final battle. I wish Ninja with, Th- uh, has I, Nero. God, I hope Ninja Theory is making a character action game for Xbox. I really do too, man, because they make some great ones. I mean, I know they're making Sinuous Sacrifice too. I know they made fucking bleeding edge which there are 12 people playing currently <laughs> come on man it's 40 dollars in stores too i saw it as yeah but it's on game pass and and nobody i know that's the reason why i'm like there's a physical copy here i'm like well, why well, that's because you fuckers pay like 20 bucks for that fucking what's that game i joke about every time we come up with the switch physicals uh, Burnout Paradise. No, 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 no. The 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 one. Oh, that... oh, uh, Tiny Troopers or whatever. Tiny it's Troopers, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this is need your plastic cartridge like... or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. The, this is a well. I've never understood that with online. No, anyway, Ninja Theory went to another um... Enslaved. Oh, I would love Enslaved too. Electric Boogaloo. It's... I'd play that oh, game. Oh my god, this Enslaved is such um... a great game. Yeah. I mean, they got to bring back Andy Circus, right? That's that, that. There's your there's your character action developer right there. Ninja, Ninja Theory. Theory. Yeah, they're way better than Platinum. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah, but they haven't weeps, made one. The weeps and... can get mad at me all I want. They want, but honestly, I've I've played Bayonetta. I didn't like it. The only thing I actually really liked from them was Revengeance. Revengeance is really good. Revengeance You're is good, but I mean, it's not greatest. Astral I look Chain at came... Astral oh. Chain is I don't like that game. I mean, like, but I mean, like, I don't hear people r- ranting and raving about that a whole lot. No, nobody talks. Oh about God, it. Anarchy Reigns is mediocre. Anarchy Reigns is not mediocre. It's a bad game. It's mediocre. It's it's like oh, this game works and is not functionally broken. It's a five. Didn't they make it's a five? They make Mad World. Yes, Mad yes. World is at least funny. Mad World Anarchy plays Reigns kind of bad, is though. Well, it's on the Wii. <laughs> it's true. It is on the Wii. It's a character action game on the Wii. Um, but Anarchy Reigns was a follow-up to it or a remake of it, and it's bad. Anyways, Legend of Korra wasn't good. Legend of oh, Korra is not a good game. Uh, you know what licensed <sighs> game they did that was really good, though? Transformers. Transformers Devastation. That game was really good. Like, I used to get excited when it's like Platinum is making this game. Now I'm like, oof. Ooh, you want to know a bad You want to know a rough one? Star Fox Zero. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that hurts. Yeah. That game was bad. That's a game. I was, I was sad. That, game, that game could game. be so good. The Ninja Turtle game had such promise, and it was not good. 
like why make that game an open world game? Not only that, but why make it a grinder? Yeah, it's like a grindy open world game, and I'm just like, just give me like level one, go beat up these guys and have Bebop as the boss. Level two. Remember fighting? Remember fighting Rocksteady in the sewer, and and like we had to fight him for like forty minutes. Yeah, I remember that. He had like five health bars. Yeah, it was like an uh, MMO style battle, and I'm like, this is not what I want from a Ninja Turtles game. No, no, you want you want this. <laughs> yeah, I want freaking the best beat 'em up ever made, which is Turtles in Time. I can play yeah, that right now on my 85 inch TV, Drew. The original version, beautiful. Don't you have the? Uh, did you not buy the Turtles mini arcade thing too? No, I only bought one. Of, I don't have room for more than one of those, so I, I only have room one. for that one. Well, I made room for the Mortal Kombat machine, Anthony. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd pick I'd pick Turtles over Mortal Kombat. Well, more, Turtles wasn't out when I bought it, but I would have picked Mortal Kombat true. over Turtles. Anyway, I know you because I'm I'm Mortal Kombat fanatic. So I I just can't. It, it's more of just because like I only need one version of the classic. Mortal Kombat. It's either Mortal Kombat one or I, two. I need the cabinet the in my I house that was a childhood dream, alongside my Winged Eagle championship belt. Now I'm I'm complete now. I have somehow still reviewed. I've reviewed a multiple Ninja Turtle games, and I have still yet to find a game that is any good next to Turtles in Time. What about? So remember the Xbox game. Slice and dice. Slice and dice. Slice and dice. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the Marvel out of versus Capcom. Yeah. You know, what the best, you know what the best Turtles game has been, Drew? What's up? Injustice 3. Yeah. You forget <laughs> the Turtles much. were in that game. Injustice 2, boss. <laughs> well, Injustice, you know what I mean. Justice 2. The, but, um, uh, yeah. There's two... TMNT games on the Game Boy Advance based off of the like mid 2000s or the 2000, early 2000s version. They were pretty good and they were like clearly inspired by um, the Turtle Arcade games. That was about it. All four There's... turtles are in Nickelodeon Kart Racers. Yeah. There's a. So I, I reviewed a Nickelodeon version. It was supposed to be a beat em up. It wasn't oh, yeah. that good. Uh, then they released was that based off of the newer ones, or yeah, the the, the CGI like 3D ones. model ones. Ugh. I remember um, that game. The uh, then they about around the same time, there was a grittier TMNT game. It came out like was um, that the Xbox like, Live Arcade one? It well, yeah, but it was on Xbox One, right? Or was that a 360 game? That was a 360 game because the only one on Xbox One is the Platinum one, right? Um. Yes. So the gritty so, one was the Xbox Live, the Summer of Arcade game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it called? Like uh, Out of Their Shells or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Out of the Shadows or Out of Out something. Out of the Shadows. Yeah. Out of the Shadows. Coming Out of Their Shells was the damn concert where they sung songs. <laughs> um, I wore that VHS out, my friends. I Is that the one that had the tape. female turtle? No, that was uh, the, no, mutate, that was the... the next mutation. Yeah, okay. it was the Fox TV ser- live action TV series that was done by uh, Saban. Yeah, okay. the same people that did. Uh, Power she Rangers. was she was creepy looking. Um, All Mona, of them her on the TV. Uh, her name was uh, 
doesn't is it Mona Lisa or something like that or yeah based that's what it was awful um (laughs) she had boobs a turtle with boobs i have uh the promo cd from their concert oh god yeah the concert is great i'm sure you can find it online but uh i still own the vhs tape that's at my parents house that's Um, fantastic i would love to watch that right now it is so good it's so lame but uh, uh, I, I still remember. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. There's a part where they're obviously like coming up out of sewers, so they 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 show up on on stage, and they had these like uh these alligators, like mutated alligators that were dressed up like hula girls, and one of the one of the alligators' tails got stuck in the platform while they were coming up on stage. And then you, get, you watch them, they get stuck, and they have to jerk their tail out. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> is it? So I went down a rabbit hole recently looking for cartoons from my childhood of being able to buy. Um, it is. So Voodoo has season one of the of, Ninja Turtles. Like the 89 The Turtles? 89 cartoon. I'm looking for, wow, did they have that many seasons? Yeah, they did. Oh, did Holy, they, they had like nine seasons. Yeah, like Seven. they're all ten ten bucks a piece. How many episodes is in a season? Because I was looking to buy Transformers, and season one only had five episodes. Yeah, nah. They, they, if you remember, they released them all on VHS before they aired, and they the VHSs were in order, and then when they released them on uh, TV. They released them out of order, so the first five episodes didn't make sense to kids. So check this out. Season one is five episodes. Season two is 13. Season three is 47. Yep. Yeah. Try to hit that That was right quick. after the, the movie. <laughs> but, that, but that's because they were trying to hit the syndication Holy numbers cow. quickly. Yeah, the best seasons um, to buy have 47 and 40. The rest of them have under 20, except for season 7, which has 27. They eventually removed Michelangelo's nunchucks. Made him have a hook. They've changed all their weapons now. Yeah, they they all have different weapons now. Really? Not well, terms. not all. Not all. But Raphael has no, something but, other than Sai now. I can't remember what he has. I think he's got... Uh, Tanfa. Yeah, that's right. Sure, the, like the spinning blocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, it actually, all the way Drew. So, why <laughs> mine are painful to use? Um, Drew, this song "Count on Us" is that from the Turtles special? Seeing so you watched it so many times, the live not faction I, stuff. Not that I know of. I can't remember. Okay, well, that's what I have a promo CD of. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles performing the song "Count on Us," and I can't think of another time they would have performed that. So I just assumed it was. Oh, from dude, that. there was there were so many live action turtles. Like, did they do action, like a Broadway uh, show or something? That's the Broadway show is coming yeah, out that's of our shelves. Yeah, yeah, but is it, like, that's... was it always the same that was on the VHS, or were there like multiple sh- like performances? I can't remember. I have a VHS. It's basically them on stage. Like they show the kids like watching them in the crowd and stuff like that. But it's like the full presentation. That's hilarious, man. Like I'm, I guarantee you can find it on, on YouTube. And I remember the, the, uh, who was it? Uh, the angry video game nerd and the nostalgia critic rewatched it. 
and it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. I've been I've been trying to get a hold of like I have the entire run of Transformers on DVD, but I want it digitally and it's unpurchasable. You can buy season 1 on Amazon. The seasons 3 through or 2 through 4 are only available to watch on Stars. You can't actually buy it. And GI Joe is unpurchasable. You can't buy it at all. It looks like owns the... GI Joe now. God, I I don't know. Um, Hasbro, I think, because they were running all the episodes on their YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, Hasbro owns the rights to GI Joe still. They've never sold them. I mean, why not put it out digitally and just let me buy it? <laughs> like you can't why even buy not the let movie. Me buy it. Yeah, like I, I would like. I'm the dude with the money that you know, would buy this crap now. Put it out. But the Ninja Turtles is out there. What kills me is every season is $10, and one season is five episodes, one season is 47 They're both $10. 47 episodes. Do you really need those first five episodes? I'm a, I, I have OCD, Drew. Like, if I had season five but didn't have seasons one through four, I, w- I would not feel complete. It would bug the shit out of me. You know, I'm kind of the same way because when I was a kid... Uh, during the Toonami era, I recorded every single episode of Dragon Ball Z, and I missed two episodes. And I went on AnimeNation.com and purchased a VHS of those two episodes. Yeah, I can't stand not having a complete set. It drives me bonkers. I still have you... every single episode of Dragon Ball Z on VHS. That you I saw the VCR. I do not. Okay. I was going to say, but I like, still have those tapes. And let me tell you something. I was so dedicated that when the commercials came on, I stopped recording. Oh, that's I started a, it back. That's a scary opposition because then like, if you if your VCR had that like little delay before the recording started, like you would like cut off like a half a second. They used to drive that's me true. crazy. All right. We got an email. We got an update from Antonio. If you remember last week, Antonio was telling us about his purchase of his first 4K television. Yes. So here's his story of what happened. What's up, fellas? So here's my whirlwind of a story last Monday. Best Buy delivered the TV around 11.30 a.m. I unboxed it, assembled a couple of parts, hooked up my electronics to it, turned it on, and to my dismay, could only see the bottom right of the screen due to an internal crack. At which point I freaked out. I called Best Buy's customer service, and while I was on hold, Googled about Best Buy's return and exchange policy, but got hit with a bunch of threads of people who weren't able to exchange their TVs that were broken right out of the box because the store managers deemed it the customer's fault. Now, I'm not saying the customers were telling the truth, but it did make me panic even more. After about an hour on hold, I gave up and called the store directly. Employee told me I could bring it in for an exchange. So for the first time since early March, I left the house. I drove to Best Buy in a black face mask, plaid red pajama bottoms, and a gray PS1 t-shirt. I pulled up to the curbside and was directed to wait in a designated parking spot. After a few minutes, an employee came to retrieve the TV and asked for my purchase information. Came back a few minutes later to tell me that they were bringing me a new one out, thank goodness, and warned me about transporting it flat. Another problem arose when they tried to put it in the back of my SUV. The box would not fit. It's a 65-inch, by the way. They gave me two options. I could opt for a refund and repurchase so they could do another delivery, or I could take it out of the box, but I would have to do it by myself because they wouldn't touch it if I chose that option. 
A minute later, a man with balls of steel was tearing the box off of a fragile TV and shoving it into the back of a car in a Best Buy parking lot. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm driving the seven miles back home via the highway. In hindsight, taking the highway was really dumb. Got home, screwed on the legs, sat it on the stand in blinding speed, and immediately plugged it in. All the anxiety and panic immediately eroded when I saw every inch of that screen. Set up Roku, played Infinity War on Netflix, and fell asleep ten minutes in. In hindsight, I don't think they really inspected the TV when I returned it, except for the employee who came out to retrieve it. The exchange happened really quickly, and I'm guessing the current situation played a role. Other than that, everything has been good. HDR is a hell of a game changer, literally. Admittedly, I Google around for some good settings, but once I got it right, uh, it can be outright mind-blowing. With next-gen, it's only going to get better. The best at it right now is NetherRealm, hands down. I have questions. Y'all ever tried to lift a 65-inch TV by yourself? Yeah. That sucks. Yes. Yes, Yes, it does. It's not the weight. You have to carry them out for customers. Yeah, it's not the weight. It's the size. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too unwrap on that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's too awkward. I I can't imagine unboxing a 65-inch TV in a parking lot and getting it into my car. Yeah, I mean, I I had trouble with me and my wife doing it. And there's a 55 inch. Yeah. <laughs> Kudos, man. You you definitely want the TV. <laughs> yeah, we I have. Need a, to, we I need to figure out some settings on mine because I don't think I have mine optimized. And sometimes I'm like, this looks wrong. Yeah, you you definitely have to tinker with it. I would suggest starting with artings.com. Um, R it's yeah. it, ratings, but it's R T I N G S dot com. So they have they okay. review every TV that comes out, and they have a section in every review for uh, suggested settings for SDR and HDR content. Okay. So I would start there. But yeah, I just we have a sixty-five inch TV in the living room, and I will not move it by myself just because it's unwieldy, and I'm terrified I'm going to drop it. So, kudos, man. How much was that TV he got? A grand for the 65-inch TCL, I think it's the 8 Series. We got the exact same TV in our house. We got two TVs. We got one in my office and one in the the living room. They're both the exact same TV, Uh, 5-inch Samsung 4K. Can't remember what the code is. Yeah, there's all kinds of model numbers. Yeah, but I'm going to have to look it up. But uh, uh, I got mine about a year earlier, and it was five ninety nine. And then Laura picked up the one for the living room, I think close to Black Friday, and it was like four ninety. I was like five hundred bucks for a four K TV. Oh, five hundred bucks for a four K TV is pretty standard now. Yeah, so yeah, I was, I was still under the impression it was like, oh, real expensive and new. Not unless it's an OLED. If it's an OLED, then you're going to be paying thousands. I think the cheapest OLED right now is about 1500 So that's where you're going to run into the money. But if you're just buying a straight LED, you're looking at five to, 500 to 1000 depending on the size. Is the OLED like a big difference? Supposedly, I I am not comfortable paying for one yet because they still have issues. Um, 
kind of like the whole plasma thing. You remember that? Where like the they screen... still make plasma TVs? Mm, no, I don't think so. True. If you want to know the difference between an OLED, uh, take a look at like the PS Vita screen next to like any TV, and I'll show you the difference. OLEDs just, have more way, light. The original, the yeah. original PS Vita screen. Yeah, not yes, the new the one. The new PS one's Vita. LED. Yeah. But I haven't I haven't dipped into OLED yet. OLED is just so expensive, and it's still such a it's kind of like in the early stages of that technology. So, and you're never going to beat the price I paid for my TV, although I can't move it. <laughs> so I have to be happy where it's at. It only weighs a hundred pounds, so I could lift it. But there's no way I could lift an 85 inch television. Christ. I'm pretty sure I would just like tip backwards if I tried to pick it up. So I, I have to be happy where it's at. And basically my office now gets moved around the TV. So there's that. But yeah, I've done a lot of moving 55 inch TVs like that doesn't bother me. But a 65 inch, it's just, it's just so wide. It's so hard to carry. So kudos to you, man. I hope you're loving it. Welcome to the 4K revolution. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, okay. I'm going to head over to the Twitter. Craig. Not not Craig that records the show. But Craig on Twitter, which is you expect me to talk. Remember that name? Yes. Okay. Hello from Lockdown in Scotland. Is 130 hours too much time in Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Asking for a friend. It's a lot of time. Absolutely not. Sounds like the perfect amount of time to me. I mean, could you finish it in 130 hours? Like everything? Uh, nah. Not including the DLC. Okay. If you rush through some of the other stuff, you probably could. Hmm. It is a long game, man. I was going to say, I'm like 70 hours in, and I'm not even through the first DLC, and I didn't do everything in the main game. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, it is. I like That's another game I'd like to go back to, because like I said, I'm about halfway through the first uh, DLC. Yeah, I'm, I'm... That game, single-handedly, even if they hadn't released anything else, that game by itself would make me incredibly excited for Valhalla. Yeah, but Odyssey is a really seen, good game. But having seen the trailers and stuff for Valhalla, that makes it even better. I really want to play Odyssey, but I feel like I have to play Origins before Odyssey because you don't. You, well, you don't. I, think, I know I don't, but the thing is, is if I play Odyssey, everybody says you'll never want to play Origins because it feels different. I will agree with that. Or, so Origins, the thing about Origins is it's very dependent on the shield. Yeah. So the combat's very different. Um, it's it's a lot of blocking. Um, but it's, uh, I don't know, the story is really good, and Bayek as a character and his character motivations is really, really good. Um, Egypt's just, just a fun area to explore. Yeah, the, yeah, it's it's really like the the environment is really good. But I will say, um, the combat in Odyssey is so much better; it would be hard to go back. Yeah, yes, I could see yeah. that. 
But That's honestly, you should Origins play. First. Well, you should play Origins, motherfucker. You should. Yeah. I'm probably going to. We, we may be doing that for Phoenix Down this year. Yeah, that <gasps> that game is that game is really the story in that game is. Um, it's it's it might be my favorite uh story from an Assassin's Creed standpoint. It's it's a really it's, good. it's a much more personal story than a lot of the other games. Um, and obviously, um. Based on the name, you can sort of gather the status of the order of assassins in this game. Um, but it's it's because it doesn't have as much of the the over like the overarching story around the series in it. It's much more personal and centered around um, Bayek and um, his wife, whose name I now can't remember. You play um, as her at one point. Yeah, you do play her as her. Um, shoot. But anyway, it's really good. The story yep. is really good. Next tweet comes from Curtis. Says, so I started Final Fantasy VII to fully understand the Final Fantasy universe before diving into Final Fantasy VII Remake. Do you think it's the perfect way to start off the series? And if not, what order should I start? You talking about start the Final Fantasy? Yeah, I, that's a weird question because let's be frank, they're not none of them are connected unless there's a directly numbered sequel sequel. Yeah, like yeah, X X two, uh, four four after years, thirteen has the trilogy, and all the Final Fantasy seven stuff is marked Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, there's a ton of Final I Fantasy stuff, but Final I mean, Fantasy I think if he's talking about one. just. If he's just talking about Final Fantasy VII, then I think playing the original is probably the best place to start. Yeah, I mean, you the can first... skip all the extra stuff too. You can skip Dirge of Cerberus. The only thing I wouldn't skip is um, Crisis Core the movie. Sorry, Crisis Core. Yeah, but that's impossible to play because it's not available, and PSP batteries expand. So you'd have to. Probably like, emulate that somewhere, right? On PC. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you can. I just yeah, don't I'm sure know where you you're can. Get the, the ISO for it because I know that looking up PSP ISOs is harder than most sure. other things. Crisis you shouldn't do that anyway. Crisis Core is a great game. Yes, no, but also they're not not selling this game. So if you were to feel bad, <laughs> I mean, listen, as someone that's wanted to play this game. My PSP's batteries are have expanded out and pushed the back shell off, so that I can't use those batteries anymore. I'm not going to sit near a plug to play a PSP, which, by the way, if it falls out at that point, I lose all my progress. You know what? They haven't put it up on PSN. I, uh, um, like, you know, even, even Konami put up uh, portable ops. So it's just... just I don't follow half of that. They've made that game impossible to get. Sorry, did I cut out? You've been cutting out. You sound like max headroom at points. All right, well, okay. I'm just going to say it, and we're going to move on. I'm going to move it. PSP. Game Pass, 10 million strong, and PS Now, 2 million. Your thoughts? Cool. Those are good thoughts. (laughs) What did you say? So they're different companies. Who cares? Well, I mean, it's kind of the same service, right? I, I would. I wouldn't go no, that far. I'm, it's, 
unsubscribe to one and not the other. So. I, I, that's always been my question is like what I, I, I genuinely want to know. I know what it is for me, but like what makes you more apt to subscribe to Game Pass than PlayStation Now? PlayStation uh, Now has I, more games technically. You can download the games. I download the games. You can download them on PlayStation Now. Them. You can only download the PS4 titles. Or PS2. Play, uh, on PlayStation Now. Well, the PS2 on PS4. That doesn't really count. Well, that's the only PS2 games that are on there. Right, but what I'm saying is, is like, well, the, but they have PS3s running, so why can't I just play the PS3 PS2 games? It, it's oh, just, PS4. like, it's... I'm sorry, I don't like streaming games, plain and simple, so... But I mean, I why like don't them. you subscribe to it for PS4 games? Well, because they, they're they like they don't put up their own. Yeah, they don't. They you don't put I mean? up. They don't put a, a new a new game doesn't release on PlayStation now, does it? Nope. No. Okay. Uh, how many how many so, brand new games have released on Game Pass? A lot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the reason. I mean, like you know, Gears Tactics Day One also cost play that. Or free. I mean, well, cost, cost is of, kind of cost is kind two. of comparable now, right? Because isn't PlayStation now like a hundred bucks no. for a year? Yeah, but it's separate from. I I think it's sixteen or seventeen bucks for Gold and uh, Game Pass, and it's, it's fifteen. It's fifteen you know, bucks 15. a month for Ultimate. Yeah. yeah, so fifteen bucks. So I think it comes to like seventeen for me in Canada. I know that seems like really weird off price but it's like not bad and then to get both gold or uh, not gold uh plus and that uh, and um now like well, it's let, more expensive. Let, if you do the math what is what is playstation plus for years it's 60 now yeah i think so okay so playstation plus for a year is 60 plus 100 for playstation now is 160 if game pass ultimate is 15 bucks a month what does that come to at the end of the year so 15 bucks a month times 12 months. Anybody do that math real quick in the head? It's 30 bucks every two months. So $180. Right? Sorry, I was on mute. (laughs) Yes. So that's more than PlayStation Plus and PS Now. So the the cost thing doesn't doesn't pan out because PlayStation Plus plus PS now is actually cheaper than Game Pass Ultimate. I, okay, I think well, I, I think don't feel like I get nail on the head. I think worth. it's them. I think it's releasing the uh the brand new games on there because here's the thing: the games that I want to play on PlayStation, um, I'm buying anyway because I want to play them now because their mm-hmm. exclusives are so good. Yeah. Um. Whereas for me. I subscribe to um, Game Pass, and getting them on Game Pass is the only way that I'm playing those Xbox exclusives because I don't care about them enough to buy them day one if they weren't on Game Pass. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No. That, part that's, of it. that's totally me. Well, well, my thing is, is like if you look at PlayStation now, the strongest titles that PlayStation has is Uncharted Four on PlayStation now. Is Uncharted Four on there? Yeah, is it? I'm asking. I, I don't. I have a boot. I subscribe to a year of PS Now, and I think I've booted it like four times. Okay. All right. So, is Uncharted Four on PlayStation Now? Is God of War on PlayStation? God of War now? is, but it's not. Won't be for long. 
Yeah, it doesn't stay there. Like, Spider-Man and God of War are on there, which is hilarious. They put them on there when they hit 20 bucks. Exactly. They, they, so they, they weren't on there originally. No, now they didn't there, launch on there. That now, now they released them after they're, they're cheap enough to where you can just purchase them for 19 bucks. And, and after they, most they, people have already bought them. Yes. Yeah, and then they removed them. Like, will, will Gears of War 5 ever be removed from Game Pass? No. And no, it released it's first party. on Game Pass. And it released on Game Pass. Well, these are first-party games, too. No, 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 but but we already we already said that, that PlayStation Now doesn't do the first-party major exclusive launch on Game Pass Day or on PlayStation Now Day 1. I know, but why not? That's the because Sony doesn't have to. Exactly. I don't. Well, there you go. So because they know that those games are going to sell anyway, and that's that's pretty arrogant. Because of them. So that's well, I mean that's it's, it's what also they do. it's also been reality for most of this generation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just look at the if if um. So we'll get some we'll get some some comments about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. There is a large gulf in the quality of Sony first-party games and Xbox first-party games this generation. And if those games aren't on Game Pass, there's a whole lot of people, myself included, that aren't going to buy them. Um, so, you know, if, if you know, Spider-Man has a chance to be to sell as well as it did and not be on PlayStation now, um, they're, they're going to take that opportunity. I mean, when you're, when the quality of your games is higher, there's less need to put them on that service because people are going to buy them. Yeah. You don't give away a free hamburger when somebody's going to pay for a hamburger. Exactly. And I I don't mind the whole, sorry. uh, No, I was just going to say like, uh, what is, you know, there, there hasn't been a game yet for me from, first party game from Xbox this generation that I've rushed wanted to rush out to spend sixty dollars on. Even if I didn't I think have my game biggest pass. issue Fair. is that um why doesn't like when when God of War is selling at like ten bucks, right? Why is that not just on your service at that point? Like people are still gonna end up buying the game. Like what you know what I mean? You've made your money back. Like, you know, you're selling a service and then you're not backing your service up with your products. And I don't, it's just I, like, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, but I, I think that I, the main thing there is most people have already bought it by that time. Yeah. But, but even then though, like, so most why, people I buy think it. It's why, per- to, why take it, why take it off? Well, no, no, no. Yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah. And my, that's my, my only. It's not going to make anybody issue. buy the service. Um, no, no, but I'm it's not nice saying. To, it's, but it's nice to say, "Hey, Spider-Man's on here, and it'll always be on here." That's sure. that's a yeah. nice thing to say. Um, and and when we go back to the the whole cost thing, like, so you know, if Xbox costs more, I at least feel like I'm getting more for my dollar there. When I don't feel like I'm getting that with either with PS Plus or uh, PlayStation now, um, like I, I let my Plus subscription run out because i just didn't care enough because the games that they were offering weren't anything interesting to me and i've never had an interest in playstation now um you know even even on gold like the offerings 
I know like the offerings have been more interesting to me or have been stuff that I don't already have. And I get it. Like that doesn't really count. Cause if I bought a game, that's on me, but it's just, I don't know. It just, the PlayStation networking of it all, it just doesn't interest me and I don't like engaging with it. Um, like I don't go to their shop on their consoles because it barely runs. You're going to now have a app that's purely online that streams games. Like, ugh. Well, uh, well, if you go with the fact that everybody already buys their first party games, so why would they need to be on PlayStation now? Then everybody, if everybody's buying their games, why do they even offer PlayStation now? Because they felt like they had to. Wow. Well, they so, had it before. It was around before Game Pass was. If you right. remember, PlayStation Now was like their their big thing. Hey, we can stream PS3 games. Like that was the thing. What was that? What was that service called? Gaikai. Gaikai. That's it. Did they also buy OnLive? No, somebody oh. else bought OnLive, didn't they? Didn't like Facebook or somebody buy them? I don't know who bought on live. Not sure. Yeah, but the other thing to remember, too, is a lot of the stuff, like the stuff we're talking about now, where, um, you know, the first party games are so good that people are buying them anyway, was not a given at the start of the generation. Like, I think it's, it's important for everyone to remember that Sony was well behind, um, at the start of the generation. And that influences a lot of decisions that get made. By the way, so I was correct. Sony Computer Entertainment in 2015 bought uh, or uh, had acquired OnLive's patents huh. and then shut it down. Well, there you go. Uh, Curtis says, smart delivery, cross-buy, what's the difference? Uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so... Cross buy is you you buy at one place you get it everywhere. Smart delivery is if you own it, then it just downloads properly to whatever machine. There's no separate SKUs. It's all one SKU. Yeah. Cross buy you, though you if, get the uh, double trophies, right? And uh, achievements sometimes. Yeah, on the I think game. So. Uh, cr- yes, cross buy was uh, two sets of trophies. Cross save was one. There wasn't a lot of cross-save games like across Vita, PS3, and PS4, but there are there are a few. All right, let's wrap this up. We're past time, and I'm hungry. We shouldn't start the show with food conversation. <laughs> Awful time. Jeremy wants to know, I know you guys will be playing Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2 when they come out for review. My question is, would you wait for the PS5 version if you didn't have to review them? I know Drew can't wait to dive into The Last of Us 2 so he can skip this question. Probably not. I'm just buying ghosts. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. When I, it comes I out, can't. So. I can't wait for games. I'm terrible about that shit. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not waiting for either of. Um, I'm not reviewing anything, but I'm not waiting for either Cyberpunk or um, Ghost of Tsushima. I want to play them. Uh, finally, have you guys had to repair or replace parts in your consoles? I recently replaced the cooling fan in my Switch. Now the fan works, but it runs all the time nonstop, even in sleep mode. Any good stories or horror stories from modding hardware? 
we've told a lot of these stories on the show. I know Wombat has plenty of them. Yeah, uh, I I was um, I helped a friend of mine who ran a video game shop, and I repaired a lot of PlayStation twos for him. And man, oh man, oh man, that machine was terrible <laughs> from a machine standpoint. The yeah, game was great, but the laser in that thing was absolutely opposed to working. So a lot of a lot of um time spent taking all the housing apart to clean a tiny little laser eye with a tiny little Q tip. Yeah. Right? Yep. I yeah, think and that... I, re- I replaced and I posted some of this on Twitter. I've had to replace both headset jacks in both my Xbox One controllers. Um which is that's fun. And you get to see what the rumble motors look like, and those are pretty cool. Yeah, those are pretty cool, like the half circles kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, I've replaced a lot of PS1 lenses. More recently, I replaced the um, analog sticks in uh, PlayStation 4 controller with Xbox sticks because they're just better. And I will tell you this, if you ever take a PS4 controller apart, be super fucking careful of those springs on the triggers. Yeah. If you if you lose those, you're screwed. Yep. And they are super tiny. Anybody else? Yeah, it's, it's not. A, it takes flight. a certain. It takes a certain. Uh, there's a certain amount of courage required to replace or to repair consoles and uh, console accessories because it is pretty console easy to blow them up. <laughs> propane and propane accessories. Propane <laughs> and propane accessories. Um, I tried to take, tried to fix my DS Lite because uh, SP doesn't have a lot of battery power, so I can't play Game Boy Advance games really well on that. Um, and uh, there was a, an audio issue, like the switch would move, but it wouldn't always catch the actual... So there's like a plastic piece that you actually interact with, and then there's a groove in that plastic piece, and um, that groove then has the switch lay inside. And the problem is, is that the, like, I don't know how it happened, but basically those two pieces were now off from each other. So you kind of had to, like, really press down. So I tried to take it apart to fix it, and I broke the power switch. So now the the, background. Sorry? Yeah, I know. All of a sudden. He's pissed off about something. You steal his bone? I don't know, man. I don't even know where he it is. He got, got bit by small bats, bats, and now he's rabbit. Going to have Corona outbreak, too. All right. Well, then. That was interesting. All right. Did um, you just kill that dog? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I didn't. The dog just answered you. <laughs> All right, we're going we're gonna to get out of here. Uh, if you want to tweet at us at M4G Podcast, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm at ZTGD. Ryan's at WompatRP, and Drew is at Drew Leachman. Uh, you can check out Phoenix Down, finishing up Folklore. Then what's next after that? Blood and Wine. Blood and Wine. Um, and if you want to send us emails, podcast at ZTGD.com. Other than that, if nobody has anything else, we're going to get out of here. Peace, Peace. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Epic fail.